Hello, quarantine people. Another day of quarantine. Hope everyone that is listening is healthy and those around them are healthy. Um, I'm really excited about <laughs> about this episode because I was really in the shower when God gave it to me. I was talking to my friend earlier today um, about us starting um, a Bible study and everything. And so we're both taking it to God on how we're going to construct the Bible study, like how we want it to be led, how how structured we want it and all of that. So I just happened to been praying about it while I was in the shower. And just admit, like, you know, when you're in the shower, I don't know if anybody else talks to themselves in the shower, but in the shower, I'd be having like full conversations. And so somehow I got to going on like thinking about like how I wanted this this Bible study to be and to truly get something out of it, um, whether I'm teaching it, whether I'm um, just attending, you know, like how, you know, what would I be wanting to get out of it? And um, above all, I don't want, um, with constructing a Bible study, I don't want it to be something so that people can begin to check something off of a list. So as we were, as me and my friend were talking about like how we wanted the structure of the Bible study, um, we were kind of throwing out some ideas of, um, especially because she's in her own Bible study now at church. And so um, she just kind of had some ideas about um, we could first go over the scriptures, kind of get, let everybody get the scriptures first and then um, everybody review on their own time. And then at the actual meeting, then we'll go over what everybody got out of it. So for me, I felt, I feel like, um, for this particular, um, Bible study, I was thinking, okay, maybe we do that on the back end because out of this, I want to be able to teach how you begin to do your own Bible study with God and not something super homeworky because if it's very homeworky and we give the specific scriptures that you're supposed to study, then you'll just read those scriptures, check a box and boom, I did my scripture for the day. So I feel good about, so I feel good about it, but I didn't really get anything out of it. So I felt as though I had suggested which we're still figuring out which route we want to take. But I had suggested like, okay, we have the Bible study. We go over, you know, certain scriptures or stories or, you know, whatever it is. We kind of have some time for you to like kind of freehand, kind of your thoughts. What do you think God is kind of trying to say out of this? And then during the week, your study is about um, you kind of digging into that. And so that's where it could kind of lead you, you know, however God may, you know, lead you in the study. But it's essentially trying to teach you how you kind of do a study on your own, how you kind of dig in. Um, so in that, you know, I just went, I was, you know, praying and asking God, like, you know, how, you know, lead us to how we can do this so that we're truly teaching and truly transforming. Cause I don't want it to be like a chore. I don't want it to be something that people do to check a box, just like how it is on Sunday. You go to church on Sunday, you feel good about yourself. You got your word for the week and you're starving by Tuesday. (laughs) And so just trying to teach. Um, because I, because, and I'm speaking from, you know, my own perspective, I was somebody who like y'all know, like I wasn't, I wasn't in the word for real, <laughs> not on my own time. I did the book. The Bible was boring. It was just mad stories. I didn't know how to sort anything. I didn't know how to find what I was looking for. Like, and so I had my own kind of style and strategy. You know, some people, they want to read the, the Bible from beginning to end that works for them so that now they know where to reference certain things in certain books. My strategy was I, I literally pray about it, ask the Holy Spirit to lead me. I'll Google um, where in the Bible do we talk about this? Uh, where uh, what did God say about this? You know, I just kind of Google from there, find some scriptures. Then, boom, I'm in the search. My study Bible leads me to other different scriptures from that. As I'm in the study and I'm reading things, things that I don't understand, I'll go look at another version. I'll Google what was the original meaning of this, um, like the, of the Hebrew um, reference to it. 
I'll then, um, as I'm, as I'm reading things that brings me to other questions. And so literally my Bible study is led with my Holy Spirit with asking questions. So it's all just, that, that's kind of how it, how it goes on. So I want to make sure when I created, when we created this Bible study, that it would be something like that, where now you have like that genuine interest, like how do you, you know, spark your interest with God? And so then, um, got to thinking about, um, I don't even know how how it led to, and this is all in the shower too, y'all. <laughs> I don't even know how it ended up getting to um, where I thought about what it looks like to be um, truly transformed. I'm guessing that's that's how it. I'm guessing that's how it flowed. Then looking at like what is what does it look like to be truly transformed? I didn't want this to be something where anybody felt dirty and they felt like we were comparing anybody's sin or that people are on different parts of their walk. You know, because there's going to be some people who are involved who are actively you know seeking God on things. There's some people who they pray every night. You know, there's going to be people at different walks of their life. But I wanted the Bible study to be um, comfortable and that we all could um, still learn from. Like I said, even from a teacher perspective how can you how do you lead a bible study and you're also getting something out of it as well so how does what does it look like to have a trend to have a transformed life and he he dropped this example and I'm literally talking this out in the shower I'm like oh my god I couldn't like I could not wait to get out (laughs) so that I could come and record record because I wanted it to be fresh but truly like your relationship your relationship with God, and I've given some people this example before, but even still, some some kind of way in this time, it just kind of gave me a different perspective. Like it's just, I saw it totally different with having a relationship with God not being different from any other relationship. And so I know that the, the challenging part with Christians is you believe in Jesus Christ, you believe he died for your sins and all of that, but you still live it how you want. And you live how you want. You might be learning that you're not going to heaven or hell based on the amount of good or bad that you do. So you kind of like take grace, uh, take advantage of the grace that we're given. So it's like I could do whatever I want because I believe in them, right? Like, so I'm good to go to wild out however I want. So the way to look at it, y'all just bless me so much because this is this is truly me. This be me every time I anytime that I speak or record on this, this be helping me before it helps anybody else. I'd be just as blessed. So. So with that, with living how you want, right? When you're in a relationship, um, and let's think, let's think about like a boyfriend or girlfriend, or even we can even think, we can even think friendship. You act accordingly um, to how you feel about that person. So, example, you got a, um, you got a boyfriend, you got a husband. You're going to be in these streets looking a little different than when you were in these streets single, right? And if somebody does you wrong, like let's say somebody cheat, you're like, oh, you don't love me. You cheated on me. Da, da, da. We, we, we line up actions. So meaning if, we, if your action, if we're saying that your actions um, show how you love, then when, you, when you, have a, if you have a friend, if you out here talking behind their back, if you telling their secrets, if you um, trying to steal their man, if like these type of things you don't do to a friend based on your actions. So what does it then look like to love God? And so now we all say, you know, I love God. We would think about the blessings that we have and all of that. But if we had to really be real and look at our actions, what, do, what kind of love are, are our actions actually exemplifying? You know what I mean? So it was really just so vivid and like, okay, so for example, for the people who, um, who, 
don't know how to hear from God. And so you're saying like, okay, well, I mean, I try to talk to God, but I don't, but I don't hear anything. Okay. So if you was in a relationship and y'all communication wasn't good, then what do you do to help your, your communication in a relationship? You express that. I don't know how to communicate with you. Every time I talk to you, you blow up, you get mad. Da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? You explain like what's going on with the communication. And if it's somebody who loves you, then they'll adjust accordingly. And y'all will eventually get on the same page. You know what I'm saying? If, if this is love, then you would care about the feedback of the person that you're in love with. Right? So why do you think that if you was really giving, um, giving God your true undivided attention, not like you just sat there and was expecting somebody to come and sit on your bed, but if you really gave him your true undivided attention, it, would you really think that he wouldn't talk to you? Because I understand being in that phase, that phase of like, I mean, God be talking to some people, but God ain't talking to me. <laughs> Why you think God wouldn't talk to you? <laughs> no, nobody's, nobody's special as far as who's God talking. He can talk to you too. But like, are you doing your part? You saying that you like your communication is bad. So let's give it back to an example in real terms. Okay. So your, your communication is bad, right? Or you're complaining that your partner's communication is bad. So they don't, um, they don't check on you throughout the day. Y'all don't, um, when y'all have, when, when y'all have disagreements, they don't, he don't really hear your side and stuff like that. So if you were trying to make it better, would you, would you be trying to just talk to other people? Would you be going and doing your, your own thing? Like, how would that, how would that make it better? You'd have to be active in trying to get that better. So the same thing when you're walking with God, you're saying that you can't hear him, right? But are you, but are you ever, have you ever fasted? Have you have you gotten into the word, which is his word, <laughs> which those are his words. So like we can't keep having the same excuses of why we are where we are in our walk when we aren't doing our part. You're not hearing from God, but you're still going out every night. You're still getting drunk. You're not of sober mind to be vigilant and hear anything. You're still getting drunk every night. You're still, um, you know what I'm saying? You still, you still not reading the word. So all of these things are contributing to why you can't hear from him if you're one of the people who can't hear from him. What do your action do your actions show your love for God? And so now you do you do still have to have his um have his spirit. If you're someone who's like, okay, well, how do I know if I have God's spirit or not? Have you asked him? If you're not sure if you have his spirit, if you're not sure that he that he's speaking to you through his spirit, like have you asked? And if you're asking, are the other things lining up? And no, this is not something saying that you got to do, you got to check all these boxes. Please, you know, here and not, you know, take it, take it to that, to that level. I'm not saying that at all. It's not about, oh, I go to, I, I go to the church five days a week and I do this and I do that. It's not about that. But it's like, if you're, if you're truly wanting something to be, um, to be better in the relationship, you have to do your part too. And a lot of people complain about what God will or won't do for them, um, but they won't do but they won't do their part. You want to hear from God so bad and will not open up the Bible. You want to hear from God so bad and won't stop drinking for even a period of time to hear anything. So then that reflects that reflects bad on my father when you're not getting what you feel like is owed to you. But you're not even doing you're not even doing your part. Like, how are your actions really like take the time? And like, if you're a person who journals, like really try to be very honest with yourself. Like, so when is the last time that you did sit down for an extended amount of time and it was just you and God? 
even down to like, I literally, I didn't know how I was, how I was going to begin, you know, my own Bible time. Like I didn't, like I said, the Bible was born. I didn't know what to do. So I literally had a conversation with God, like, guy, like, can you give me an interesting story? Like, where do you think I should start? Like, I don't know. These are all conversations that I'm having with him, but it does have to be more than, more than just talking. Another example, people who feel like they love God and they pray a lot. Cool. So you'd be praying, you'd be talking to him in a relationship. How strong can that relationship be for how long? Because yes, there is long distance where all y'all do have is to talk. But can you have a full blown marriage? Can you have a full blown um, relationship with even even in um, long distance? You eventually you see each other sometimes, but most of the time you can't see each other. So you're talking. So if you had a relationship where it was all only talking, you never planned to see each other, none of that, could that relationship work with just talking? No, you're eventually going to have to do some other thing. You're going to eventually have to see each other. You're going to have, you're going to, have to send gifts or, um, or um, what else can you do in a long distance relationship? I, don't, I mean, I don't personally indulge, but either, either way, somebody who just prays all the time, that, that just isn't going to cut it. <laughs> You can talk, you can talk to God all day, but like, can you hear from him? What about what God has to say? You talking to him. Could you be in a relationship and, and one person does all the talking? Nobody else does no talking. Same thing with God. You can do the praying is good. That's great. But you, it has to be a conversation to get to that point of, okay, so what is God saying back to me? What are you receiving from God? All of these things is putting in effort. We can do all of these things. You can be the best friend in the world. You go above and beyond for your friends. You show up for your friends. You um you go out of the way, out of your way to plan things for your friends. Okay, so like let's put that to your relationship with God. What are you doing to show God that you love Him besides talking? Cause I got examples of everybody didn't everybody didn't talk to somebody who they be texting all day, they be doing all this, but they won't take you on no date. <laughs> Y'all ain't been nowhere for real. Y'all just be talking all the time. And then he's all talk. And then now, now you're over the relationship. Because like, well, shoot, he never did ask me on no date. Relationship over. <laughs> now, the good thing is God ain't going to be like, well, shoot, you ain't never opened up your Bible. Relationship over. <laughs> He's not going to do that. You still have an opportunity. And that's why I'm, I feel like this message was so important because... I don't. I think that we have to change our perspective and how we're looking at it. It's not a matter of how much sin that we have going on. This is not a conversation about sin. This is just truly about which. I mean, sin will come into places if you're looking at some of the things that you're doing. Your life, your life probably um, isn't showing the the um, your expression of love to God. So if we're looking at what does what does loving God look like, if you needed somewhere to start. Then ask yourself, what does loving your friend look like? What does loving your spouse look like? Your partner look like? What does loving your mom look like? What does loving your dad look like? If you add, if you can, if you can answer those questions, then you know you can answer what does loving God, what does loving God look like? So if there's some things, if there's some things that come to mind that you know, like, eh, then you can just start there. <laughs> Now, the thing about being in a relationship also is that doesn't mean just because you love somebody doesn't mean that you don't make mistakes. And so that's why this isn't about sin, because we'll never be able to clean up all all of the sin, quote unquote, in our life. Even though once you're saved, you can't really be a sinner, but hold another conversation. But we can never we can never clean that up completely. So, yeah, you're in a relationship. Y'all going to still argue. Y'all, y'all love each other, but y'all, there's going to be some times y'all communication is off. Y'all love each other, but there's going to be some times y'all going to do some petty stuff to each other. 
Y'all going to say some rude stuff to each other. That doesn't mean that that isn't love. So the mistakes that you make, the times where you might stumble and you might get drunk or you might stumble and you might have sex or you might stumble and you, you might do something like that's not the problem in it. It's not the problem in it. But if you have, but if you're in a relationship where more of those mistakes are happening, then the, then the love is being shown, then you would probably evaluate that relationship. Right? So if you got somebody who's always cheating on you, who's always cursing you out, who don't ever buy you nothing for your birthday. If you in a relationship and it ain't too much other love, no other love, but they will, you know, y'all have some nice dates here and there. Um, they compliment you. Um, they buy you stuff on Valentine's Day. You know, there, there might be some other little good things, but you're going to be evaluating like the good versus the bad there. And so this isn't to say that you're going to be perfect or anything like that, but it's more so for you to evaluate. Okay, so you can probably point out the things in your life that aren't pleasing to God. So what can you point out in your life that is pleasing to God? And this was this was a study like right off. So I haven't even um, it is something that I want to study more as far as to have some scriptures to support or whatever. But you could definitely Google it like that's that's an example. What is pleasing to God? So off rip, what what came up was like Romans eight was talking about uh, something about the flesh and the flesh can't be pleasing to God or something like that. Something about your flesh. So if you. So if you wanted to do a study to figure out like, well, shoot, what all am I doing that isn't pleasing to God that I might not even know about? Look it up. This is your own study then. I'm not here to do the study for you. But I think that that's a good perspective for you to look from. If you're trying to, if you're trying to, um, instead of like trying to clean up your life by, okay, I'm going to stop doing this and I'm going to stop doing that. Look at more of the things that you, that you can start doing. And then those things that you maybe want to stop doing, God will change those things. So start from the other end. Don't start from the, let me make myself stop drinking, even though I really want to get drunk tonight. Let me make my stuff stop. Let me make myself stop cursing. Let me make my stuff stop doing all of that. If you look from the perspective of what can I start doing for God, he will then that's you and that's you inviting him in for him to do the transformation in you. So that would be a good starting place. So yeah, woo. That was a good one, wasn't it? <laughs> so if you have any questions or anything, definitely um hit me up. Um, y'all know I'm telling telling y'all the real, the real raw, uh, data of what I got going on. So this was really, this was really, really, really a blessing for me because I just felt like that was just new revelation and how to, and how to even look at this relationship with God. And there's so many times where I know I've even felt like, dang, like I ain't even hearing nothing. And it's like, girl, what did you just do last night though? <laughs> you know? And so but I know that I can't change myself. You know, I can't change myself. I was about to say alone, but yeah, I can't change myself. It has to be God who's doing the trans, the transforming. So if I'm putting more of him in me, then it will be more of him that comes out. So that's the word for the day, y'all. Y'all stay safe out there. Stay healthy. Wash your hands, wear your masks and God bless.